If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Real Estate Podcast, the intersection between the latest trends in real estate and its impact on our everyday lives. We're your hosts, Alex Norman. And Jamie Blonde, and you've come to the right location. The real estate starts now. In today's episode, Duty Free, we explore the intersection between travel retail and real estate and how location-based retail will adapt to the needs of the future travelers. Our guest, Nadine Hubel, is the CEO of Heinemann Americas, the U.S.-based subsidiary of international duty-free leader Heinemann. Heinemann is headquartered in Hamburg, Germany, with subsidiaries across the globe and operates 340 duty-free stores in 74 airports across 28 countries and shops aboard 20 cruise liners. Hubel became the company's highest-ranking female executive in the company's history. Welcome, Nadine. <laughs> Welcome, Nadine. Thank you so much for having me, Alex and Jamie. <laughs> so tell us about yourself. Yeah, so uh, first of all, I think you're going to hear this already after I speak for, for, two, for two seconds. I'm German uh, and uh, moved to Miami in 2016. And I have been actually in the travel retail space all my professional career. Nadine, please educate our listeners on the Heinemann Corporation and your role within the company. Yeah, so Heinemann is, is actually a, a very fascinating company. We are 141 years old now, um, still 100% family owned. Currently, our CEO, Max Heinemann, is a representative of the fifth generation. And, uh, and we started 141 years ago by actually supplying the steamships, which were traveling from Hamburg to over the ocean to, to, uh, to New York. So this is this is how our business um, our business started, and today we have operations all over the globe. And um, since 2014, um, as Alex mentioned, we are also here in the in in the US. And since 2016, I'm in charge of our regional headquarter covering North and South America. So that footprint is massive. You're global, and. I would imagine there's a difference between shopping in the United States versus shopping in the rest of the world. So tell us a little bit about how um, Heinemann Americas and the retail footprint in the U.S. is different than than other locations elsewhere. Yeah. So you know what what is what is what is quite interesting if if, if you look at the retail space or the retail landscape in, in in the U.S. The U.S. has most probably the most innovative innovative retail companies in 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 um, in the world if we look into high street retail but if you look into airport retail um, not so much uh, com compared to uh, to europe and and um, and asia 
where where you have uh, amazing shopping ex experiences, uh, fantastic brand a brand portfolio, great architecture, um, and really uh, yeah, amazing retailtainment environments, which unfortunately you don't really have here in the U.S. yet. So. Um, that's why we are here. That's 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 why we came to the US because we we want to we want to change this. Well, you bring up a good point. When I think of uh, duty free, I either think I'm coming back from Canada and I have to walk through the store after customs to get to the terminal, or if I'm sitting at a regular airport, I'm not going through customs and I have time because I'm too early for my flight. It's grab a bite, grab a drink walk through the stores, maybe I grab a magazine, I almost never go into duty free, uh, you know, because you don't really take alcohol in within the United States. How does someone like me become a buyer of what the duty free stores are really offering? Yeah, so I, I need to ask you, Jamie, have you been to Sydney or Istanbul yet? I've been to there? both. I've been to both. Yeah, yeah. Re recently? Actually, no, I haven't been anywhere recently. <laughs> no, but, no, no. You know, when I talk recently, I mean pre-pandemic because like now. No, I, I, I was in, in Sydney. It's got to be 30 years ago. And I was in Istanbul maybe 12 years ago, 10 years okay. ago. Yeah. So because my, my thesis to, to, to you would actually be if you had been there in the last couple of years, you you would have actually been, been a shopper. Um, because this is the stores which we which we operate uh, there and and um, what is what is this what is the secret is you you need to create relevance for the for the traveler and also you you as you said you traveler have travelers have time they they spend a lot of time at the airport so you also need to find a way to entertain them and how do you do this so creating relevance is uh, through a, a great mix of of brands. Uh, brands which are maybe your most your your most favorite brands, and you, you just wanna 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 grab them, but also new brands. You just you, you to, to discover brands which you haven't heard of before and which you haven't seen 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 before. Uh, relevance you can also create through a, a, a great offer as far as pricing is concerned. So we 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 do have a very um, considerable special offer program where, where we where we have special prices for different products on uh, which alter on a on a monthly basis but at the same time it's also about entertaining so it's it's about running promotions and and um, making you making you um, embark on on a journey to get to get to know brands better through taste tastings educations um, yeah, so there is there is a lot of things which actually can be done to 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 to, to kind of kill, kill kill time at airports without feeling that yet you actually kill time. Well, so that's what gets you a good point. So unlike Jamie, I was actually in Istanbul in 2019, and I could attest to that experience. So for me, uh, I didn't know when the retail experience began or ended. It was sort of a seamless situation, and all of a sudden, I ended up getting to my terminal. Three thousand dollars later, got a bag of stuff and no money left. <laughs> I was like, "What just happened?" So I think you know it's amazing how you know when you when you see a store and you see like the 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 marquee of a store, you you, you know that you're walking into a store. You know that someone's going to be there selling you stuff. You kind of prepare yourself for this sort of traditional retail experience, of which you know obviously from a lot of people, it's not awesome. 
Um, but when you have an environment that is integrated in such a way with uh, or retails environment that's integrated with with its environment, i.e. the the the, the airport, uh, it's that experience that that comfort level and the relaxation of the of the customer because they're not feeling like they're being sold that ultimately gets them to to buy stuff <laughs> and ultimately helps your business at the same time. So I, I, I applaud what you, you're doing um, in, in Istanbul in particular. And I really would love to, or can't wait to see more of that happen around the world. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I thank you. Thank you for, for this, Alex. And that's exactly what we, what we wanted to achieve. And I think what, what is also important is when, when you go to Istanbul, you actually wanna, wanna, wanna know that you are in Istanbul and that, that, you're, that you're not somewhere else, that you're not, I don't know, in, in, in New York or Hong Kong, because this is maybe, this is your, your last hour uh, spending in, in, in Istanbul and you wanna enjoy being in Istanbul. So, so we do a lot of work also around, uh, you know, destination assortments, um, making sure that, that you can grab this, 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 this souvenir um on, on your way back home but also it, it's about the, the, the whole shopping experience and the, the shop design so to really make sure that as i said that that you know that you're is that you are in istanbul and that you that that you can experience the beauty of this fantastic city you know um when home shopping network and qvc first came on uh People had to learn there i think there were 40 on tv shopping channels which ended up dropping down to two because there was a specific type of product that sells on TV that doesn't sell as opposed to a store. You don't really have sell things that you have to try on. So you sell, you know, share uh, necklace replicas and things like that, jewelry. Um, how does that play into whether you're on a cruise ship store or on an airport store? What products do you find end up being the products you need to have that sell the most that are most wanted by the by the traveler? Yeah, so I, I, there is a, different, a difference between a cruise ship and, and, and an airport as far as assortments is concerned. And this is, has also to do with the time, actually, the, the, you, you have to, to engage with the consumables. Because in airports, you, 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 if you're lucky, you might have 15, 20 minutes to, to engage with, with the consumer. While in, in a, in a, in a, on a cruise ship, you have days, weeks to, to really build, build, this, build this relationship. So in, um, in, 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 in airports, it's, it, is, it is really more about uh, like either well-known well brand, well-known brands, or it's about, um, you know, an, an, an experience which allows you very, very quickly to get to know uh, new, new, new brands. Our biggest selling category in, in airports is beauty. Um, then followed by uh, followed by 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 spirit so that the typical the classical duty free category and on a cruise ship it is this is, this is com completely different because i said you really have the time to kind of build this connection with 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 the passenger you have the time to explain the product so therefore you can also sell maybe more a more high a high high priced uh, product and um and then, if if you'd ask me what are the best sellers on cruise ship, it also very much depends on the on the cruise line itself. So, for example, on um, on a on a on a Carnival cruise line ship, our number one number one bestseller is um, Hennessy Pure White, which is a cognac which you can't find in the US and you can only find in the Caribbean or on 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 the cruise ships. And um, this is this is huge. If for whatever reason you are out of out of stock on Hennessy Pure White, you know you're not going to make your target on the cruise. So just that you know how huge this is. 
and then on um, on on other on other cruise lines, it's it's uh, it's high high end watches as an as an example. Because really, as I said, you have the time to build the connection, and um, and then you 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 see guests coming back not once, not twice, maybe three or four times before they actually make the final decision to, 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 to shop. So our biggest day of the cruise is normally the last day because this is when decisions are made. So you have time to get the decisions done. If I recall, when I've been on two or three cruises, uh, that's when the sales start on the stores, right? At the beginning, everything is full price. Then when it's the last day, they put stuff on sale because they know it's the last chance, you know, to grab a, a sale. Is that uh, is that sound accurate? Yeah, that's you, you're absolutely right. But this is something which which we which we want to change. We, 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 yeah, we, we, yeah. Yeah. So, and and we we also want we don't want to sell a product purely because it's a fifty percent discount. We uh, we we want to sell a product because it has great features and it it, it it's adding value um, to to the to the guests and it's 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 yeah part of the the experience and it's not about the discount. That's very important. You made a great point earlier about you try to taper the store to the local experience, whether it's you know the koala bears. Uh, climbing the side of the wall in Sydney, or it's the bazaar in Istanbul. How much control do you have, or how much input do you have into the process of where the stores are put and how big the stores are, the actual real estate portion yeah. of the decision? Yeah. So um, I, I, my, my short answer would, would be not enough. Um, and and my, my longer answer is that this is a gradual process and, and through uh, great partnerships we have with airports and also great partnerships which we have with cruise lines, we are getting, um, we, we are uh, engaged much earlier in the, in, the, in, the, in the process. Because usually like uh, uh, to, to build an airport or to build a cruise ship, it takes, I don't know, maybe from the planning actually until the opening, maybe 10 years, you know, just to, 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 say, a, to say a number. And usually retailers come in very late in the process. So when we come into the process, we, we usually have layouts already been, 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 been set out and store locations already been set out. But the, the, the earlier we, 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 we are part of the process, the, the better also retail can integrate in the whole experience. Because let, 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 let's take a cruise ship. Retail is part of the, the, the overall experience. It's part of entertainment. It's part of dining. It's, it's, uh, it's part of the guest experience. And to be like this, you, 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 retail need, need to be early on part of the, of the decision-making where, where you're going to put the best the locations for retail. I love that point about experience, right? I think when um, the an industry or a market gets challenged, and of course, right now we're we're facing some of the largest challenges in the world with this pandemic, um, particularly for retail. Um, the experience is what matters. The experience is what allows you to create to provide a, a, a premium um, to your to your services or products. It allows you to connect deeper with customers, have longer lasting relationships. So that's key. And so. Can you tell us a little bit about the challenges that, okay, that there's the pandemic, there's the challenges of the push towards online, uh, there's the challenges associated with a shifting uh, and, and uh, demographic of customer. Uh, what are, how are you in your business and, and in your industry thinking about uh, those challenges and how are you adapting and or meeting to lead in this new future? Yeah. So if if we take for example if we take digital uh, as 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 a threat to to the to brick and brick and mortar business and that's we we are a brick and brick and brick and mortar business 
I don't see this. Uh, uh, yes, it, it's there is an element of threat, but I also see that this is an enabler for us uh, um, from a digital perspective. You know, it's a question: how can we, how we can we interact with our passengers or our guests much earlier in the journey through digitalization? You know, how can we push out emails to them? How can we inform them of the of the of the product offering so that that they that they kind of not shop online, but they wait until they shop on in, uh, in the ship or or um, uh, how can we also make the journey more convenient while we're going through an airport through pre-order as an example, this is also digital. Uh, loyalty programs is also something where, where, where digital elements can, can, can be used. We know that, that our loyal um, passengers, so we have a loyalty program called Heinemann and Me, we know that they spend more in a, in a, in a shop than a, a non-loyal loyal, um, passenger does. Um, so, so it's really for, for it's the, the question is really about uh, how help does digital help to elevate the shopping experience? And we should not always think about oh, digital is e-commerce and therefore a uh, a, a threat uh, um, for brick and mortar. In terms of the pandemic, where do you think we are in the cycle? I, I imagine that your company is one of the ones that tries to keep their ear to the ground on what's going on, whether it's governments allowing cruise ships. I know in the U.S., I think they keep postponing the date, um, yeah. whether it's when are people going to be comfortable to want to get on a plane or a cruise ship? Is it the vaccine? From your point of view, your company's point of view, what do you see on that front? So I, I I do believe that we in in a way we have we have turned turned the corner, especially with with the with the vaccine now uh, be, being more available, maybe not as widely as we all hope, but but uh, but better 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 available. Um, so so I, I do think that there is let's say the a light at at the at the end of the tunnel. However, I also believe that that really. Those in an in an airport and on a, on and on cruise ships business will really only pick up pick up we have once we have enough people vaccinated. So um, you know, a couple of months ago, I think there were people tried to find or, or uh, uh, cruise companies and retailers and so forth uh, uh, tried to find ways of of making making the experience work. Although people are not vaccinated. And I think this was a band-aid, which is not going to happen. So I think it's really kick. It will only kick off once once we have some sort of herd immunity. There's got to be a lot of pent up demand. I know people are just itching. I myself, I had a travels canceled in 2020, travels still being canceled 2021. I can't wait to be able to get out yeah. there to travel, <laughs> regardless of where I'm going and what you know, whether it's a cruise ship or an air or an airline. So I I think I think the demand is there. Yeah. Yeah. But the demand, the demand is definitely there, and it's it's not a question of if; it's a question of when. Right. So right. I think that. So I one hundred agree with you. I think that, myself included, I just I can't wait to go literally anywhere. I'll take a river <laughs> cruise. I'll take a boat, rowboat. But um, so you know, when we talk about uh, uh, digital, uh, I, I you know, obviously Amazon, the big retail, online retail and e-commerce sites are very keen on getting stuff to you um, as quickly as possible. I think about on a cruise ship, you're a captive audience. I mean, how it doesn't get any closer than that, right? I mean, you're a retail. I mean, the, the entire ship is a retail yes. <laughs> shop, if you will, right? And so, in a lot of ways, it almost seemed like the ideal relationship and proximity to your customer and if you if i was a retailer and i had a week to build a relationship with somebody i mean that's like 
gold. I mean, you just doesn't get any better than that. And so, and that, not to mention the fact that these um, customers aren't um, prisoners. I mean, they, they actually paid to be in your store, right? So it's- And a, no so competition. Right. So it's a win-win. So so it almost seems like an unfair advantage for you as a company um, in, in the cruise business. Is this, I mean, am I wrong? I mean, is this not one of the best retail environments you could have? I agreed. I, I, uh, I completely agree with you. But if again, if we look at retail on on, on board cruise ships in 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 the past, I, I I don't think that this was actually enough capitalized on because you're right. I mean, this is the this is the best environment possible. Um, but at the same time, it also means it's it's not a self-starter. You know, it it also means that that you still need to be relevant to to, to the guest, and you need to have great assortments. You need to have the best people, the best salespeople in the world to actually then also sell the products and build the connection with with the guests. And and you need to 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 have great great promotions because c consumers are, are are grit are critical and not forgiving. You know, if if they come to you to the store and they see that that the product isn't right and that the, the service isn't isn't good, they're not going to come back, no matter how captive the audience is. So they're um, there, 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 there was opportunity, and 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 we feel as a company that that this is exactly where where we kind of focused on over the last couple of months. Where do you think the U.S. is versus the rest of the world? You mentioned that we're lagged behind in terms of airport uh, quality. Let's call it that. And there's no doubt that we we know that here in the United States. So we're rebuilding LaGuardia finally after President Joe Biden at one point said it was a third world airport. So. Uh, and I've been to these other airports in the world that are just stunning, you know, and, and beautiful. Makes you want to walk into the store almost. Where do you think we are in the U.S.? What's the challenge for you? So there, there are, and, and I don't want to say that everything is bad in the U.S., but there, there are a couple of great examples. You mentioned La LaGuardia, just from an airport experience perspective. Now, uh, JFK Terminal 1, which has a fantastic retail offering. You have San Francisco. You have, uh, you have L -L -L LAX. Which, which are maybe not on 100% on, 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 let's say, an Asian or an Istanbul level, but they are on a, on a, on a, on a, on a good level. But this is a, really a, a handful of, of, um, of airports and, and, and the rest, there, there, is, there is a lot, a lot to be done. Hmm. Yeah, I think, I think infrastructure, sorry, go ahead, Alex. No, I was going to say that uh, a lot of the major airports in the U.S. are under construction, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. I, I mean, LaGuardia has been under construction. I don't know for like ten years. It feels like, but the, you know, but so I think that there's a lot of goodness that that comes from the modernization of these environments that allow for obviously better travel uh, experiences, yeah. but also for better retail experiences. Yeah. Everyone needs to make and, money. And yeah. I agree with you 100% because the, you know, that if you look at the terminals today. They are very scattered. You, you sometimes you have uh, five different wings A, B, C, and D, and then there is just not enough space for 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 retail. So I'm 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 not saying that that the, the retailers are bad per se. I'm just saying that the, the environment was not created to have a, to have fantastic retail. Sure. Let's talk about the about the customer, right? And so what I think there's a let's just, I'm going to overgeneralize and say there's a business traveler and then there's a non-business traveler. Uh, and maybe that non-business traveler are a bunch of kids or their families. Uh, but I would imagine that, well, you know, after coming out the pandemic, there's going to be 
a direction which basically says everyone's going to be traveling, but there's always going to be a difference uh, between the business and non-business traveling. Do you find that that you, uh, as as your business, needs to cater to one or shift the merchandising mix to appeal to one uh, audience or the other? Do you think that there's going to be more of one versus the other in the future as we emerge from this crisis? Uh, where do you see that going, and where do you see the trends lying? Yeah, so so I think one 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 very important trend which is kind of untapped as well is data, because uh, um, airport air, airlines and also especially cruise ships they know exactly who's gonna be who's gonna be on board, or who's gonna travel through uh, through, through 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 the airport. So this kind of this sharing of data, which will then help us to to shape the right assortments, is gonna is gonna be key because. Travelers are different, as you said. If it's if it's a, a, a tourist traveler or a business traveler, if it's an Asian traveler or if it's if it's a a U.S. traveler, but even if it's a New York traveler versus a Miami or or, or an L.A. traveler, travelers are different. And the more data we have, and the more da- more information we get on understanding who's passing through our 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 shops, the better we're going to be from an assortment perspective. Wow. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm just fascinating to me, right? Because I think that, you know, in this era of personalization, everyone is trying to get more information out of people. Yeah. I mean, you, you can, you can get very granular without getting actually personal on, 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 uh, on the person, but, uh, but yeah, you, 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 you should, you should be able to know if, I don't know if, if, from, from past experience, because also don't forget, cruisers are uh, repeated very, very often. They, 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 they are repeat travelers. So they are kind of already known. There is already data existing a- about them. So this should a- allow you, let's say, visionary speaking, that to say, okay, you know, this cruise are going to be a lot of people who love whiskey. And on the other cruise, there's a lot of people who love Chanel number no. five. And this then helps you to also adjust your, um, your replenishments. Making sure that you have enough product on, on on the ship for the for the passenger who's on board. So, what's next for Heinemann here in the U.S. in terms of the business that you're running? What are the yes. opportunities besides just getting back to normal, quote unquote? I mean, do you guys have any retail stores that are not in the in, in, through the travel area? Is that is that an opportunity for the future? What's next? So, so uh, first of all, uh, our, our company we focus on the on the on the tra- on the travel re- uh, travel retail business. So we are not on the local market, and we have no plans to be to be on 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 the on the local market. So this is airport cruises, but also uh, border crossings, military diplomats, and so forth. So, so the, the 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 area is actually quite wide wide, but it needs to be related to to um to travel. Uh, what is next here, here, here in the U.S.? First of all, I'm super excited that uh, we're gonna um, hopefully very soon, once cruising restarts here, um, open our shops on board two brand new ships. One is the the, the Carnival Cruise Line Mardi Gras, which is the, the, gonna be their biggest ship in the fleet. Um, hopefully launched in the summer, where we will have a fantastic retail retail offer, very very holistic and very integrated in the whole uh, experience. And we are also going to be on the um, Odyssey of the Seas, which is the latest Royal Caribbean ship, which was just announced today. It's going to launch in Haifa in Israel uh, at the beginning of June with uh, a fully vaccinated crew and with fully vaccinated guests as well on on uh, on uh, on board. Congratulations! That's exciting. Yeah, that, those Odyssey ships are huge, right? Those are yeah. enormous, enormous yeah. boats. 
they, they, they are they are they are in us. And just one thing, uh, Jamie, you never you should never call a, a, a cruise ship a boat. That's something I I I, 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 I learned very early on. Boat is 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 a is a forbidden word in the in the cruise world. <laughs> Good thing I'm not on board. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, so this is on, on, on the on the on the on the on the cruise side. Let's say short from a short term horizon, our exciting news. And then from an airport perspective, we don't have an airport yet here in North and South America, but we are we are actively looking. Uh, in airport, it always depends on when contracts get available, and then you need to go through a, a procurement process and so forth. So it's not that straightforward because opportunities are not, let's say, there all the time. You, you, you need to wait once opportunities become available. But yeah, definitely we want to open airport stores. To, to, to wrap up a little bit, I want to just kind of follow a question for, for our listeners. Um, if I know that obviously the cruise ships are super competitive, right? As you mentioned, uh, you're on these ships. There's a lot of lead times in getting those procurement to get on those ships because you're the pretty much one or the only uh, retail uh, shop on those on those vessels. What would you say uh, for other companies in the space or um, other emerging retail uh, companies that are looking to get into this industry? What, what kinds of things would you say um, moving forward in the from now into the future are the kind of the biggest things to, to to think about and consider to be successful in this industry? What what would you what would be a takeaway that you'd want to share? Yeah, so, so 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 first, I would say believe in believe in the channel because business is, is definitely is definitely gonna gonna come back. We need a little bit more patience, but business is is definitely coming back. And then the other one is just be as customer centric as as you as you possibly can. Study your customer, understand who your customer is, and then build the offering around who your customer is. In the end, product is king, right? Yes. Well, and experience is queen. <laughs> And Nadine, once travel opens up, where do you want to go? Oh my God, this 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 is a very loaded loaded question because there are so many so many places I want to go. First, I I you know um, because we are opening those those uh, shops on board the cruise ships, and normally what what I usually do is as as the the, the, the CEO of Panama Americas, I always cruise with the team, and I'm going to be in the store the first two or three days when we launch an, a, a new ship. So unfortunately, this might not be possible this time because of restrictions. So I think my 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 pro, my professional first business trip is actually going to bring me on one of those ships where then I can go and 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 be be part of the team and welcome everybody the way they should be welcomed. Uh, and from a personal perspective, I, I don't I don't know yet. Maybe Costa Rica. Ah, I hear fantastic things. I've never been. I hear beautiful things, Costa Rica. Yeah, I haven't been neither. So that's one of the, the places on my list. So Nadine, thank you very much. This has been an extraordinarily uh, insightful and intelligent and fun conversation around the future of travel and location-based retail. So thank you. Good luck with, with your success, um, continued success, and getting your business prepared for the future in the United States and the Americas. So Good luck with that. And thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much, Nadine. Thank you so much, Alex and Jamie. It was great to, to, to be with you. Thank you. You've been listening to The Real Estate Podcast. Give us a quick review and rating on iTunes. Check out our website at therealestate.co and let us know if there are any new topics you'd like to hear us address. We love hearing your feedback. See you next week.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.